0: Benoit Blanc is back. Today I'm talking about Glass Onion. This is Scott's off Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's off indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about glass onion which is the follow-up to knives out uh bringing back daniel craig as benoit blanc the famed detective and i thoroughly enjoyed this one i know it is perhaps i think it's one of the biggest movies that netflix has ever had in terms of just watching it um first over the weekend and been a giant point of discussion and reference point almost immediately which is always a good sign so without further ado let's get started If you had told me a few years ago that I would be over the moon excited about a murder mystery sequel, I would have wondered a few things, such as what murder mystery would be so fun that it would warrant a sequel? And two, how could that possibly carry over to a sequel? Yet here I am enthusiastically watching Glass Onion Knives Out Mystery the day it was released on Netflix with equal, if not greater levels of enthusiasm than I had for almost any other movie this year. Granted, I was worried. Not because of the people involved. Rian Johnson has a solid track record, and that I've enjoyed all of his films, and the cast, including a returning Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc. And adding Janelle Monae, Dave Bautista, Leslie Odom Jr., Catherine Hahn, and Edward Norton is stacked to say the least. It's more one its more one of the big reasons that Knives Out was so was and is so much fun is that it played with genre conventions. So how can you deliver more twisty fun when the audience is looking for it? In the midst of the pandemic, Benoit Blanc is bored out of his mind and eager for mental stimulation. And he might have found it, because he's just gotten an exclusive invitation to the private island of Miles Braun, an extraordinarily wealthy tech magnate who's invited his friends over for a murder mystery party. But an unexpected guest and tensions between Braun and his guests might be enough to make the murder mystery party a literal murder mystery. So I had a lovely time with this movie. It's well-written, well-acted across the board, and I'd argue even offer some improvements on Knives Out. Here's what stands out. First, we have more deliberate and solid social commentary. If there's one thing that held Knives Out back, it was that its social commentary felt very much of its time. The language the Thrombey family uses are all direct references to Trump-era politics, including the right-wing shit -shit poster of a kid one of the sons has, comments made by Don Johnson's Richard Drysdale, and eventually the whole family after the will-reading debacle. That's not to say that the movie doesn't have strong things to say about allegedly self-made and progressive people who will abandon their morals to maintain their standing. It does. But it works better in the broad strokes or small moments, for instance the murder victim realizing his family are all feeding off of him and it's made them dicks, or Marta being not so subtly threatened about what is and isn't hers. Glass Onion mostly solved that problem by making our central rich guy, Miles Braun, a fill-in for any rich tech magnate, namely Elon Musk, but you could still throw in guys like Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos, and Mark Zuckerberg, and beyond. Even his costuming as Patagonia backpacker is a deliberate nod to the forced casual image so many of these men try to cultivate. The main idea here is that Braun isn't anything like the public image he likes to project. His musings are all nonsense, he doesn't seem to have any sentimental attachment to anything, and all of his alleged friends are there because they rely on his financial backing. I think, th- I think this, not just because it means every person has both a good reason to, to and not to kill Braun, but also because the movie's climax doubles as a commentary on men like Braun and the big reveal. It also means that the entire Knives Out world is upending the games the upper class play as a takedown of how extreme wealth makes people behave. It's also still hilarious. Another big reason Knives Out is so much fun is that it is hysterical, both in how its disparate characters bounce off one another in predictable ways, aka Chris Evans' cynical f- fail-son telling everyone to eat shit is never not funny, but also because of how awkward and bubbling Benoit Blanc is, the world's greatest detective appears to be. A big part of the fun this time around is knowing how smart Blanc is, and and watching him lull all of these supposedly brilliant people into a false sense of security, and then taking them to task. For instance, how this group of Miles' friends are seemingly incapable of solving the puzzle box invitation without help from someone's mom, or how another member of the group circumvents the entire charade. You can also tell how much fun Daniel Craig is having playing Blanc, and it's a great reminder that he's an excellent comedic talent, given the chance. This time around, the movie isn't even trying to pretend these people are smart, so it's mostly just shining a light on their dumbness, calling it dumb, and then letting the audience laugh at them for being called out. There's also a lot of fun and clever bits towards the end, but that's for the spoiler breakdown later. And we still have plenty of twisty fun. As I mentioned in my introduction, Knives Out main appeal was taking the setup of the standard murder mystery genre and flipping it on its head. In particular, it reveals how the dead person died very early, which means the movie's middle section is dedicated to one character trying to avoid being caught versus trying to help Blanc solve the case. But you can't do that trick twice. Thankfully, Rianne Johnson has a number of other cards up his sleeve, including fun spins of the murder mystery party setup, and a number of great reveals as everything falls into place. Like all the good murder mystery movies, Glass Onion does a fantastic job of piquing the audience's curiosity and making them nod in agreement, going, Of course, once we're given more information or everything is revealed. Even small insert shots or throwaway lines in conversation all come back later and really reward an attentive audience. The verdict is it's another gem. With plenty to say and plenty of twisty fun to spare, Glass Onion is an equally enjoyable sequel to Knives Out. 9 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.